Citro Trophies podcast. Coming up on today's show, looking ahead to PlayStation VR launch in October, we go on Ratchet and Clank adventures, both new and old. Is PS now worth it for the price? Munch gives his hands-on experience from his month with the service. The sudden realization that many big games are releasing in the next month. All of this and more on your off-topic, hope collecting, continent crossing. Trophies podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, trophy hunters of all ages, welcome back to True Trophies Podcast. This is the April edition, a very belated episode. There are many people who died to bring you this podcast this month, so please spare a thought for all those who suffered to bring you this podcast. We have a very small team today. We have with us our usual, Jordan, uh, aka Munch. Hello. And we have a very special guest today from overseas, uh, the first foreigner on our uh, podcast, as it were, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, you want to introduce yourself and give your game a name and all that jazz? Sure. Hey, I'm Brandon. Um, I'm one of the news editors on the site. Uh, you can find me at Extreme Phobia. Um, I don't know. I do all sorts of stuff. Lots of news. I try to do editorials. You may know me from the interviews. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, we're going to fly through this one, I think, because it's uh, that kind of time of the year where things are a little bit slowing down before we hit the summer. Yep. So, first off, what games have you been playing in the last uh, month or so, in the last few weeks? Uh, Munch, if you want to go first? Well, I've been playing a bit of everything. I tried out a month for PS Now and just fired. I've got my money's worth and fired through everything. Uh a lot to go through there. Got through the the Sly Cooper collection with Sly One, Two, Three in the mini games. Uh, a couple of the Lego games, the Harry Potter ones and Lego Movie, uh, with Ratchet and Clank coming up. The new one in the movie, I've managed to get through Ratchet and Clank One, Into the Nexus, A Crack in Time, All for One, and Q Force slash Full Frontal Assault. And I'm working on Ratchet and Clank Two just now. I've been busy, busy, uh, busy, busy. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely recommend trying out the PS Now service, but not on a month-to-month. Just get it for like one month, just play as much as you can. But for a one-off, it's fantastic. Yeah, I think we were talking beforehand as well, weren't we, that that's the UK version where it hasn't got quite the selection of the American version. So I think if you... Uh, in America, the the monthly subscription is probably more worth it because the the collection is much bigger. Yeah, it gets uh, updated a bit more as well. Yeah, so I think they've got about two hundred and fifty games on there, where we've got about a hundred. Uh, one hundred eighty-three. So. Okay, we're catching up there. Yeah, I've had a big update at the <laughs> beginning of the year. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, Phobia, what have you been playing in the last few weeks or so? Um, well, I was playing Fallout 4, I was playing some of the DLC, um, the Automaton was pretty fun, not too great if you're at the end of the game, because you already have all the craftables, um, the Wasteland Workshop was okay, 
kind of small again if you have all the craftables um and i got my hands on ratchet and clank which i've been playing which is fantastic i know i know uh the gameplay is fantastic the story is kind of so so um it's got its problems but you know that's not what you're playing ratchet and clank for so uh it's tons of fun lots of wacky weapons and lots of shooting stuff so very happy with it and Mr. Zircon makes a return, doesn't he? He does, and he says lots yeah. of ridiculous things. <laughs> it's fantastic. He, he, Yeah, you just activate him, and he hovers over your shoulder and says ridiculous things while he's blowing stuff up for you. Mr. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that game more than anything, because it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It looks fantastic. The, the water looks incredible for that type of game. Yeah, you get some, it, it's kind of weird sometimes because, like, there are parts that are, like, perfectly animated, like, in the cutscenes and stuff, and then sometimes it feels kind of stilted, and it's, like, you can kind of see where, like, one part is, like, in the game animated, and then you can see the parts where that are, like, obviously from the movie, but... Yeah, they said that some of the cutscenes are from the movie as well, which yeah, I'm it, looking it, forward to seeing. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, and those scenes look fantastic. I mean, the animation in them are just phenomenal but uh it, it kind of creates a weird feeling when you go from one to the other you know cool uh well myself i have been uh i have uh had a little bit of an accident and busted my knee so i've been stuck at home for two weeks so it's been a good opportunity for me to go back and complete some games from the backlog so i can finally completed two years and one month later basement crawl the in my opinion worst game on the ps4 uh, two years later, I'm, I'm still the fifth person to complete that game, so that should tell you how many people can't be bothered with it. Um, That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whispery Willows, which is a decent um, little point-and-clicky type. Well, not point-and-click, really. It's more of a adventure game, but it's, it was quite, it's quite good for what it is. I think it was free at, on PS Plus at one point. I could be wrong, but... It's uh, it's uh, if you're trophy hunting as well, it only takes about an hour with a guide to complete. If you want to do it that way, uh, I completed uh, Bully, which is, of course, a, a known classic. Mm-hmm. One of the best and another easy yep. completion. Easy but very kind of grindy. Uh, cl- cat lateral damage, which uh, is the which is the best cat simulator game to date. <laughs> Basically, Better- everyone's been playing games that aren't released on the EU store if I want to play. <laughs> ah. Well, just get yourself an uh, American account. It doesn't take that much effort. No, nope, <laughs> i got a UK account. Uh, yeah, just get yourself an American account. It's easy to do, and you can uh, then get yourself a, a fake American address to buy the vouchers off Amazon. I've got one, uh, but I can't remember the password. and... <laughs> <laughs> Just do forgot your password then. God, dear. I don't know the email address I used and made that one up. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> um, I've also completed a lot of the arcade archive games that I had outstanding. Uh, mainly Double Dragon 2, which was very, very tough. But uh, I did kind of exploit it a little bit, but I won't go into that. You can. Uh, I will put, I'll probably put a, a guide on that for for true trophies to get the 50k points on the easy and cheapish cheap way possible uh three-fourths home which is which was a interesting uh visual novel type thing hmm. however you had to push 
you had to hold down um, R2 the entire time, which got a bit repetitive, so I should, you know, get yourself a rubber band if you're going to play it. I was curious about that, because I wrote the announcement article for that, but all there was to go on was a video, and it was just a white screen with the occasional black silhouette of corn going by. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Uh, basically a visual novel with um, uh, I, I quite liked it it's kind of like almost like a uh, a broken family type um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for social commentary I guess on it or someone dealing with their loss of their family uh, yes. who maybe made the game that's kind of what it felt like someone who'd lost their family and was, was dealing with it that's kind of how it felt coming across uh, very you know kind of interesting it's not going to be for everyone definitely not going to be for everyone yeah um, well, obviously, it's an easy completion as well, but I actually kind of, I found it quite interesting, actually. The, uh, the only thing I had issue with was holding down R2 all the time, which I found kind of tedious, so if you do play it, just get a rubber band to, to hold it down, because it's a bit, I don't know, I don't know why I did that, to be honest with you, it was kind of irritating to hold down R2 for 40 minutes. No. <laughs> Um, and finally, uh, Day of the Tentacle, I got that one done as well, obviously a classic that I grew up with, so it was pretty easy going, and an absolute brilliant, brilliant game. So... I heard a lot of good things. It's another point and click, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, if you, if you nice. like Grim Fandango, you'll you'll probably like this. Um, I thought they did a, a better job with the uh, upgraded art style, but then it was probably easier because they basically didn't have any of the original stuff for... Grim Fandango because a lot of it was lost. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, with Dana Tentacle, they had all the original stuff to work with, so it was probably a lot easier to to upgrade. Uh, so yeah, that was that's our games for the month. Um, now we are quite far into it. But we'll discuss this month's PS Plus lineup uh, and see even if you guys have played any of the games. I've got a feeling we haven't been. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not really. some of them, but. I had a quick blast of shimmy yo was about it. Yeah, nothing looked too compelling. No, I think Dead Star is apparently like a... Uh, which one is it? The one, not... Um, not uh, blah, 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 Resogun, the other one they did on the big circle. Super Stardust. Oh. <laughs> apparently it's a bit like that. I don't know. I wrote, I wrote an article about it, and I was looking at a press release for about two hours just looking at it like what is this <laughs> it's I don't know it belongs it's, on the PSN <laughs> it's Dead Star man it's Dead Star <laughs> it seemed if I can remember right it was you were breaking out a space prison and you had to destroy a ship but you had to keep going through different uh, space jumps and you are going into different multiplayer lobbies then you had to uh, yeah you had to team up with people uh Try and defeat the other guys and make another space jump and eventually destroy your ship. Cool. It seemed weird, but it was actually. Sounds it. like a really cool. I wasn't yeah. interested to begin with, but after doing a lot of reading up about it and getting all the information, it that actually seemed kind of interesting. The yeah, problem with that is it sounds like it's a game that relies on multiplayer yeah. in a game where probably won't have a lot of people playing it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe hopefully PS Plus will help that, you know? If I mind right, uh, True. They've done well with it because when you jump into a multiplayer match, it's a mix of AI to fill in the missing players. Okay. Oh, that's, uh, not bad. that's, that's just going by my terrible memory, but um, I'm sure that's what the case was. 
I'm more interested now because then I can play when the game's dead and just play AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Zombie, which was obviously a game that was originally on the Wii U release. I think it was a launch uh, title. It was, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I've got to say, I, I was always upset with that game anyway because if you go back to E3. Probably 2012. Yeah, you saw what that game was originally going to be, and it looked amazing, like a really like comedy type game. Mm-hmm. And then it got turned into this serious, boring game for me. I have no interest in this game. It's a first-person game. I'm, I find zombies boring. So <laughs> I don't know what you guys' thoughts on it are. I've not played it. I tried the demo on Wii U uh, when first got a Wii U, but then I was like, no, I just want to play Mario. <laughs> <laughs> If I remember, it got some pretty good reviews and then some not-so-great yeah. reviews. It was pretty divisive, so I want to try it at some point and see what I think of it, but that time permitting, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, like, I like the game mechanic idea. That That's pretty cool that, you know, it's basically a... Um, it's almost like a rogue light, almost, that, you know, you you get one chance with one character, and if that character dies, <coughs> you start as a new character, but you can go and get your uh, your stuff back from your old character if you find them and kill them. Yeah. When there was zombies, that's kind of a cool. It's a cool premise, but it just uh, uh, from a, it's, I, I, five minutes I've seen on the or played on the demo. I think I'd rather just play it on Wii U because on the like you watched it on the TV, but on your gamepad you had mm. like your map and your inventory, and it yeah. seemed like it'd be a lot more enjoyable on that. God, there's yeah. no trophies, but. See, to me, that's where they miss out on tricks like, you know, second screen on the Vita or the, uh, you know, the the iPad or whatever, where you can second screen. Exactly. Yeah. you got, like, companion apps on a lot of games. It'd be perfect for something like that. Second screen, no one uses that. Don't know why. It was, I don't it was know why a big thing it. for six months. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a perfect opportunity to use that. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, you know, everyone's everyone's got tablets these days, so I don't know why, you know, for a legitimate use as well, not one of these, like, Assassin's Creed, find all the, the you know, treasure chest type crap yeah. you get. So, um, and that was, anyway, that's PS4. Uh, PS3, we have Savage Moon, which I have no idea what that is, to be honest with you. Actually, I don't either. <laughs> Same. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Good job That's why you listen to our podcast, folks. We have all the information for you. The, uh, and the game name <laughs> got changed on site after the plus articles were announced, but it used to be called Savage Moon Veteran Awards. I have not a clue what it is. I got the I got the thing. It was like a shooter. But, <laughs> I uh, thought it was an Oscar yeah. simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a sequel to Rainbow Moon. So that'd make sense. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it did say it did sound like an RPG to begin with, didn't it? So, um, uh, da, 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 I am alive, which I did uh, look for. It was intriguing when it came out originally. I never did buy it. I think I bought Same it box. when it was on sale a few years ago at like two pound. But only played like half an hour. It seemed interesting. Yeah, it seemed interesting before The Last of Us. I think you know, and post yeah. Last of Us world, I don't know that it's going to be that enjoyable. Hmm. Yeah, I think the thing is, it reminded me, from what I saw, the footage kind of reminded me of a game that I played on the PS2 that I loved. Um, and I always forget the name of it. I think it was called SOS over here, but it was called, like, um, something to do with, like, news reporting in Japan or something. I can't remember. It's about, like, it was like a natural disaster, earthquake thing. Hmm. Um, uh, I, I just remember loving it. and It's one of those games that I hope appears at some point on the PS2, on PS4 thing. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, it did get released in Japan, I think, as as a PS2 classic, but not as a PS2 on PS4 one. Well, they've released some some kind of obscure games on PS4 for it, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, I, I keep looking at that, um, the one that looks like a Tim Burton RPG, almost. <laughs> that, that we'll we'll play. Uh, it's called Kruger, or something Kruger, not Kruger, I don't know, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's uh, got some sort of, like, black silhouette-type monster things. It looks really cool. Hmm. Um, apparently quite easy to finish as well, just grinding, because it's an RPG. Uh, but finally, we have the Vita, which uh, now here comes a good <laughs> chance for me. Uh, sh- <laughs> sh- shimmy, I'm yep. going to say. Sh- shimmy. <laughs> yeah, shoot shimmy. Thought for sure Try you were going to mix the vowels there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was worried about. We want to keep this family friendly. Uh, <laughs> uh, which I think you can play on your PS4 as well. Like yeah. When you read the description, it says like you can't play this on PS4, which I think is actually crap. Yeah. Uh, you can play yeah, it on PS4. Yeah, so. I've played it on PS4. It's definitely yeah. cross-buy you, as well, if you regardless did, if you of my did, article. <laughs> well, no, if you, read the, if you read the description on the uh, PSN store, it says you can't play this on the PS4, you have to play it on the Vita. Oh, there you go, I can blame PlayStation. <laughs> Uh, and finally, I think it's isn't it kind of a um, a shrump? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a shoot em it's up. A where ball, I think. It's a fish with uh, steroid arms, and it's ten second levels. We do it in little bursts, but it's like uh, crazy stuff. Yes. Oh, absolute crazy stuff! After every ten seconds, it's like waves and around <laughs> waves. It's like Yeah, and you get like different power ups, so you get like Oh, you start with like a normal gun and you'll move up to maybe grenades and the next wave you'll get a different uh the power up you'll get like a maybe their bullets move slower and stuff like that. You get different handicaps okay. and sometimes it helps you, sometimes it doesn't, and there's the big boss fight at the end. Which is usually like something weird. <laughs> <laughs> Giant mutant like a, crab. Yeah, like mermen and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty fun, especially the fact it that it's uh, little ten second bursts. So if you're playing like a whole wave, you're only talking like minute minute and a half for an entire round. So it's it's good for just it's perfect for Vita. You just pick it up and have a quick blast in the toilet or whatever, or waiting on a bus. Yeah, it's pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just thinking you can play shut me when you're having a shit me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, moving swiftly on, we have uh, finally a virus named Tom, which again I have no idea. Looked like a game... looked like a some kind of weird uh, maze game crossed with like a Geometry Wars like bullet hell type thing. I don't know. It was really okay. weird. I, I haven't played it, but. The only thing I know about it was it was a headline that came up for it, and immediately our news manager, Punky, said, I'll be taking this one, because I have some prior uh, beef with this game. But other than that, (laughs) I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. Cool, well, um, I was happy because it was the first month where I didn't have a single game on the list, to be honest Mm. with you. I know... As always, you have people moaning about PS Plus, but I'm I'm not going to come over that again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, news-wise, there's been a few bits and pieces. Nah, not much. Um, I'll go through, I mean, this is going back a little bit now, but they're definitely worth discussing. Uh, first off, a big one, uh, especially for me as someone who is a big, big, big believer in this, uh, the PlayStation VR price and release date was announced. 
Um, for us in the UK, it's 350 quid, I believe. Yeah. And uh, 1st of October, which I think is that's the worldwide um, I, date, isn't it? I don't think you've given an actual date. I think it's just October. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just had 1st of October. I'm really surprised it wasn't going to be like an E3 thing. But that's what I was thinking. Because that would line up with um, <coughs> No Man's Sky. Yeah. Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> right. Everyone's been uh, waiting for that one to be announced as a VR title. I'm convinced it is because that's why I think it's been like held back so long. But well, it, like, that could be that could be the delay of the PSVR too. Maybe they're still working on uh, the implementation. So when it comes out, they're like, "And this great game that you have now it works with VR." I can't remember what game it was, but we're talking about one of the previous podcasts. Uh, we're releasing a DLC. It's going to be uh, VR, and they're working on it. So the game's been out oh, a few months. Uh, volume. No, it's volume. volume. Oh, yeah, okay. volume. That's the one. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be. That's going to be VR compatible, and that's been out a while. So No Man's Sky is definitely up for grabs. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if they're able to do that. I think the price is right. I'm game for it. I, I was surprised by the number of people that weren't, though. I was happy with that. I'll be waiting think- a while. I've got uh, school trips to pay for and birthdays and Christmases. <laughs> I'll need yeah. a hold off a little uh, while. I didn't realise you were still at school, Munch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, primary six school trips. <laughs> been, been, Would have been cheaper if I had just taken a Legoland or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, just going what you said there, um, you know, about negativity, I think the problem is you just live in such a negative, like people just want to be negative all the time. Yeah, yeah negativity um, brings happiness. <laughs> well, I, I can yeah, understand. Yeah, a, a little bit, yeah. I can understand the skepticism too. I mean, VR has been around for 20 years and it never took off. And then you've got Sony has never been that great with peripherals. So, I mean, it makes sense to be a little bit skeptical. I'm excited, but. I want everyone yeah. to just be like Jason Muse from Jane's Out Bob. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Smith <laughs> said <laughs> that that man has never read a bad comic in his life. And they even tested him as a kid by giving him the absolute garbage of garbage. And he came back saying, oh, this was fantastic. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> I want everyone to be like Jason Muse. <laughs> <laughs> that man's just happy with everything. <laughs> he might have even enjoyed Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved it. He loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, uh, I know I've, said, I've talked about VR a few times, but I will just like, say my piece again is that for me, the reason it will succeed as well, when you look at Sony's other peripherals, it was Sony only, even if you don't understand what I mean. Like, it was, you know, it's the Vita or the Move right. uh, or whatever. Uh, with VR, because you've got bigger companies as like Samsung and Facebook, Oculus, whatever you want to call them, HTC, etc., etc., all invested in this. Yeah. There's there's no way they will let it fail because it's, it's too big an investment. And also because it's going to cross over into other mediums. Uh, where yeah. we'll start getting like you know movies and stuff. I mean, I think it's um, is it 128 inch screen you get when you watch movies on the PlayStation VR or uh, play the uh, any any PS4 game you play. They're all basically compatible right. to play on the uh, on the virtual screen, and the screen is 128 inches. So it'll make it seem like you're watching in the cinema or something. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It's a. It's it's, I don't. I'm sorry. 
I, I don't oh, think yeah. it's going to fail by any stretch because it, it is too big, I think, to fail with all these companies. But it's kind of surprising when you think that like the Vive and Oculus and whatever have already come out and I, nobody really knows that that's happening. Like if you go with like the games media and stuff, those people know. But like mm. I was I was talking to somebody at like Verizon who had no idea and he's got one of the things sitting on the shelf, you know. Yeah, I think I think what it needs is it needs the uh, it needs the crossover into general media media as at the minute everyone it's all based on games. Yeah, which is obviously good. Yeah. You know, that's what we want. We, we want it for the games. But the minute they start doing, um, like you know, films or TV shows, and you know, if someone makes something in, uh, what's it called in VR, where it's like you know three hundred and sixty degrees. I mean, you can watch now uh, YouTube videos, can't you, where if people have a full rotor cam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's... You can you can like look around. I mean, that's that's really cool. But like, I think that's that's fascinating. I can't remember what game it was, but there was a. A, a game I was doing an article on, and they had one of them videos, and it was for a PlayStation VR game, and that was trippy yeah. as hell. Of oh, course, yeah. you also get them ones where you can just turn it around and watch Snoop Dogg watching the video. Sometimes <laughs> 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 I want to ask something about the crossover of different medias with VR, because we were reading about uh, a certain app being made for. Uh, it's definitely not one that will be coming to PlayStation VR, I can guarantee you that. I'm not going to say who it is. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of websites and companies working on apps for VR just now. I'm wondering what PlayStation's going to get. We're definitely not getting this one, I can guarantee you. It was Pornhub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was yeah. really, like, really weird, though, because I, I heard somebody was talking about using it, and it's like, basically, you're just, you can, like, move around and whatever, but you don't actually do anything, and so, like, this people were, like, just looking around the room and, like, looking, oh, my God, this guy has six TVs, and it's not you, it's this guy, you know, which is kind of strange when you consider how most people react to VR. People are, like, getting really immersed, and this stuff, not so much. I'm just wondering, if you're walking around your room with VR on, if you bang mm. in like a table or something, do you take damage in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Reverse Matrix, right? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be an annoying way to die in a game. <laughs> in a big boss fight, you trip over your shoelaces. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this game is unfair. Here's a, here's a thought, though. Anyone else may be thinking that uh, Kojima's game is... A, a version of PT and it will be a VR game. Oh, don't tell me. I'll need to grab and buy one. I can't say that I was I'm thinking that, but I'd be happy for it. I, I'm pretty convinced that's where, because uh, Kojima's very, he loves that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's very, he loves technology and obviously, um, you know, I, I can see that the PlayStation, you know, if I, if I was, you know, I'd be like, you know, yeah, can you make a game for us? Make it VR. And, you know, why don't you do your, uh, your project that you were going to do PT because basically you can make it anyway. Because if, if things like was it Allison Road can be made, which is a, basically a rip off of PT, mm-hmm. then obviously the man who made it originally can rip himself off. <laughs> with, <laughs> Normally, the horror games don't really get me uneasy, but PT made me uneasy playing that. You know, if they do it on I, VR, they have, they're on a winner, they're on the next no, ma- YouTube hit. <laughs> No matter how many times I play PT, it scares the crap out of me. I've got two videos up on YouTube playing it two different times. Mm-hmm. And even though I know everything that happens, it catches you out every now and then. Yeah. Uh, it just, it just, it's, it's the 
most terrifying thing. Like, it's just the, the, the you know the beginning sort of bit before it gets a bit obtuse with the puzzles. It, oh, it's one of the it, terrifying things ever. Uh, Japan's always been good with horror stuff. They know yeah. how to just creep you the hell out. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, VR. I'm a big believer in. Uh, I really hope it it uh, it you know delivers on everything that I want it to be. I mean, uh, again, I can't remember if I have told this story or not. But I remember playing on uh, having or no, sorry, not having a go, but watching in the early '90s people playing on this v- VR system in electronic boutique. Mm-hmm. And it was the it was the giant walking on a thing, you know, the nightmare sort of Star Fox sixty four type VR. Um, and ever since then, I've wanted VR, and to see it come so far so quickly, and like actually be a physical thing now to actually go and buy properly, is just really exciting. Really exciting. We're for living, me. Live, living in the future. Yeah, so it's making this old man very happy. Right. I definitely can't wait till. Like most game shops start getting the demo kits out and that, because I definitely want to try it before I even think yeah. about a purchase. Well, I can guarantee you'll you'll. I mean, I I had a go at um, at EGX with with E Valkyrie, and I, I mean, I was sold beforehand, but you know, I just I was just confirmed everything I wanted it to be. So quite a lot of launch titles as well. It's like over fifty confirmed. Yeah, for like three some months them, or something. Yeah, and some of them look very interesting. It's it's all about job simulator. And all hun- about job simulator. And hundred foot robot golf. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and I it's, don't want serious kind of, games. I just want yeah, goofy right. games. No, and it should be goofy games. But it's funny because like I remember when the Vita came out, and then like we had a whole bunch of games, and then nothing for a while. So if that happens, that could be a really bad thing too. Yeah. yeah, I think they said this. They said there's 200 titles in development, and they uh, like 50 of them will be uh, the launch window. So like from launch till the end of the year. It definitely beats for like 30 games that are available for PlayStation camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I bought one. <laughs> right. I've used it for Playroom. I think that's it. I think that's all I've used I, it for. I think I used it on Skype once. No, not Skype. Nope. Twitch. <laughs> I think I let it log me in once. Its voice control is pretty good, actually. I've got to say, the voice control on it is is was actually better than Connect. <laughs> I found with the the new, the new Connect as well. Like I found it more reliable. I'm Scottish. Mm. The voice stuff does not <clears throat> does work. not work. Yeah, bet not. <laughs> bet not. Yeah, as, as somebody well, you know. as somebody who's sitting in a room talking to a microphone, for some reason there's something wrong with me talking to my TV like that. I don't know why. You'd think it'd be. Easy to do, but well, I don't use it often. But it's uh, it's a uh, it's you know it's there. Yeah. I, I don't regret buying it. Basically, it didn't exactly cost a bomb. No, not at all. Uh, and obviously, that was one of the negatives people were going on about as well. They were like, "Oh, you don't get the camera which you need." It's like, well, oh, that's actually a good move to, for me because Works. a lot of people did. You can get them really cheap it, now, anyway. Yeah, I mean, you can pick them up cheap. I mean, it's like the move. It's like the move controllers. Like you don't. People say, "Oh, you need the move controllers." Actually, you don't. I bought the um, navigation controller for about two pounds, brand new, and the move controller was not much different. It's, yeah. it's been out for years on PS3. Hmm. Uh, just pick them up now while they're still cheap, because right, yeah, they'll ramp they were, up. <laughs> yeah, it's, they were. I mean, the thing is, they don't actually require the move controllers. You can actually—that's why the the light. Yeah, you can use your DualShock Four. Yeah, it's not for controller tracking like we said before 
Well, no, they actually originally said they said that um, when people were complaining about the light bars when the PS4 came out originally, well, they were like, downplay it a little. They had to downplay it because they they knew why they'd done it because they put it in for VR, but they right. couldn't say anything at the time because the VR hadn't been announced. For sure, long um, been working on it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, I oh mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they've been working on it for even longer than we can imagine. I mean, it's been around for forever. It's just this is the first time that they've been able to get anywhere with it. Yeah, I think I think you know you got to give credit to the guys who kickstarted Oculus originally because Absolutely. no one cared about VR at all, and they really um, obviously put the R and D in it to um, to make it you know something that can go to the consumer in the modern era, and obviously everyone else has picked up on the fact that people are excited about it, and here we are with a with almost like a VR war going on for your That's crazy. For your monies. Right. Remember a few years ago it was just Oculus and now there's like seven mm. or eight different types. Even Google's yeah, cardboard we... box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I've I've got one, I've got one called uh, Verge. It's just like that's like the uh, game done in the UK. Um mm. and uh I've been using it with my um iPhone uh six plus. Um so I recently upgraded. It wasn't very good on the five, but on the six, like you know, it, it's a really good filler um experience. Whilst I'm waiting for the the real, you know, killer, um, higher end stuff, should we say? Um, but for saying that's on a phone and you just whack in a headset, it's it's quite amazing as well, uh, and probably a good way to uh, get a good understanding of how VR kind of works. You know, um, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, my friend uh, he got a uh, the 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 what's the one the Samsung one. Mm. Uh, with, the, with the new phone and uh, he, he uh, put it on me and it was uh, Undertaker doing his entrance and you can look all the way around and and like you <laughs> up on the uh, on the thing and that, that was pretty cool like you know just like watching the Undertaker's entrance in a 360 degree um, view and like look up at the, the lights and stuff it's like you know that and that's another thing that really like you know gets me excited like what if you have live sporting events where you're basically in the front seat of the of the mm. thing and you can look everywhere because all you got to do is have a guy there with with a camera with a three sixty camera <laughs> or whatever, and then you can just be on front row watching the wrestling. That's you know, um, or football or whatever. It's, I think there's so many there's so many possibilities. Never be in the nosebleeds again. Yeah, yeah. Or here's one I thought as well. E three. I mean, how how awesome would it be to like have E threes? You know, you can watch it stream live. That would be surreal, uh, and you can basically be in in the front, you know, front row as such of um, yeah, all them events. You can a, just a, get a, yeah, you can just put a camera in the front row designed for streaming uh, headsets. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just it just that 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 one really interesting as well because I don't know about you, but I get really wound up at E three where they're showing a game and then they pull the camera out and show like a tracking shot of the crowd. Might be able to so show I think, I, better, screw that. Okay. Maybe it'll show better VR demos that way as well. Because yeah, well, the show yeah. for demos just now you're like, uh, <laughs> it still looks awkward. Yeah, I mean, uh, they did they did the right thing doing that at the PlayStation event rather than E3, mm. uh, where people would be more tolerant of it not being so good. It would have been ripped apart if it was E3, and yeah. people kind of laid off it a little bit at uh, at the PlayStation event. So anyway, we probably should move on because we've been talking about this for quite a while. <laughs> <clears throat> just saying, it's not often I get excited about stuff, so... Um, 
On a bit of a bit of a downer news, instead, uh, Evolution has shut down the studio that bought us um, Drive Club, Dirt Grid, Motorstorm. Uh, no, oh sorry, no, no, sorry, yeah. they did Motorstorm and um, World Rally. Yep, and uh, and uh, Drive Club, which obviously is probably the reason they got shut down. Yeah, um, they did start to get better, uh, but no, no, Drive really. Club. Be- Exactly, yeah. exactly. Drive Club became a good game, but in this modern day, if it doesn't hit the ground running, then you're dead on arrival, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but on the on the on the plus side, uh, this is why I got confused. Codemasters uh, have, have uh, picked them up, um, and I think they're basically going to have Evolution as a basically carrying on what they're doing. Yeah, love to see them do tech. Yeah, we've got some good uh, driving games anyway, so it's good to see that are picked up into hmm. familiar grounds. Should be yeah, to provide some it, good experience for the newer dirt and grid games. Yeah, I still think that play- PlayStation maybe should have done something different, maybe like change the name of the studio so that it wasn't associated, you know, that with Drive Club. Obviously, you know, Drive Club has found its its um, audience now, but. Uh, maybe it could have just done with like you know we've closed on evolution and then they could have created a new studio using some <laughs> with the same guys making because obviously they've got talent there because Drive Club isn't exactly you know the someone messed up there with the online and everything but the actual game itself was never bad. Yeah, it got better as time went on. I'm just wondering how Drive Club bikes went uh, financially for them. That came out. Well, it's probably not Cars good that we didn't speak. hear. Yeah, we never heard anything about it after it was released, so that probably doesn't bode well for it. I think it was just um, another another add-on. I mean, it must have like a million trophies by now. I mean, it must be more than Batman Arkham Knight at this point. Last I checked, it was something like 127. Wow. Yeah, so it's, so it's more than... I think Batman's 111 or something like that, 112 trophies. So, <laughs> and I um, own both of them. Yay. Uh, yeah. 125 for Drive Club. And only and two, and two platinums as well. <laughs> only thirty-two of them are in the game. The rest are DLCs in the base game. Yeah, <laughs> almost a hundred DLC trophies. Jesus, that's not including wow. Drive Club bikes. Because uh, let's see, no, that's not. That's in got a, its own platinum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's in a different list. So if you include that as a DLC, because it is, you can buy it as a DLC for a game, but it's its own list, or you can buy it standalone. Mm-hmm. Pretty much got yeah. 100 DLC trophies. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, what's it called? Um, left, but is it Left Behind in? Um... Yeah, yeah left... standalone. They did but... Left Behind, uh, First Light in um, uh, Infamous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, kind of DLC, but not you know. Um... The Arkham Knight's got 110. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a bittersweet story there. So you know, Sony have let a, a first party publisher go, um, and now obviously these guys will be making. Um, games. Yeah, they seem to be platform. going back to uh, sort of their more arcadey roots. I think you know, so that should be good. Mm. Um, the Final Fantasy fifteen demo dropped the uh, platinum. I think it was called, wasn't it, or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I I did actually have a go at it because I've never played Kingdom Hearts or anything like that, so I was interested that this different uh, battle system that you have rather than. Uh, like a, a traditional turn based, um, which I found very weird. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> it was like, huh. yeah, it was kind of crazy. I think I will give it a go. I mean, it makes me want to try Kingdom Hearts 
as well. Um, that's a, I, I've never been a, that's been a, a fan of yes. turn-based. So, yeah, I mean, I'll get, I'm happy to give it a go. And uh, there was a massive, I don't know if you guys watched it, it was a massive Final Fantasy XV, uh, what's it called, uh, conference. Yeah, I watched it. They went absolutely crazy. They're doing anime, movies. Um, the movie looks really cool, actually. Uh, and loads of other bits and pieces. So, I mean, have you guys? did you guys try the, the demo? I did. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of uh, Kingdom Hearts, like even because um, there's a it reminded me of in the first one, you go to like Wonderland and there's a part where you're like tiny in this giant room. And that was kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you get like the stars popping out when you hit stuff. And it, it was very Kingdom Hearts, even some of the animations. Um, and the, the I, I thought that was great because I always liked that um, combat. It's kind of a mix between uh, Kingdom Hearts and maybe the more modern uh, Final Fantasy. So hopefully that should help. Um, but it looked fantastic. It was fun to play. And uh, Munch, you, you didn't play it, no? Nah. I cool. honestly didn't even realize it was a demo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a very small part of the game. It looked like, a, it, looked like it might be the beginning. Well, to be quite honest with you. I might have heard about it, but it was more intrigued by the, the sales figures it needs in the, the movie announcement. I think that just sort of overshadowed it. I might have yeah. heard it. Yeah, the uh, demo cool, is well. actually uh, standalone. Um, that's not going to be part of the game. The, it's, oh, is oh, it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I Damn. got the impression when I was available. playing it. Yeah, I got the impression when I was playing it that like this was at some point part of the game, but I think it probably disrupted how they wanted the game to start. Play a deleted and scene. So, yeah, so I think they just like took this chunk out to make to make a better intro, and then just separated it and made it a demo. Mm. Mm. Um, it might be one of those ones actually then to download and keep, like you know, you can in case it goes the way of a PC. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, we also had a little teaser for a game I couldn't stand particularly on <laughs> Xbox One. Uh, but we've had a Titanfall 2 teaser, which is going to be multi-platform, so that yeah. is coming PS4 bound. I have the excitement of about a of a, of a, of a wet blanket for this, so... Um, That's... You know, it... It's how I broke my first PS4 controller, so... I, I was playing it on PC, and I used my PS4 controller, and <laughs> broke, broke through the rubber play in that game. I loved it, so... I'm I've excited. always been on the edge about that game since the first one was announced. I've not played it, but... I don't like first-person shooters, but I love mech games. <laughs> uh, to, to, to me, it had the same problem that I had with Star Wars Battlefront. After about an hour, I've done everything the game had to really offer, mm-hmm. and I lost interest very, very quickly. Oh, intriguing. Uh, just didn't I was... didn't do anything for me. That's where apparently they might have a. They actually might have the first. Um, uh, what's it called? For a single-player campaign this time. I'd definitely be more interested. So that does intrigue Although, me a bit. More. I did love playing Battlefront nonstop for about six weeks because I was playing with my brothers. So maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um. I just I just don't appreciate games that make you pay out for um DLC to basically get a full game experience, which is my issue with Battlefront and things like that. So, um. There we go. That's another. That's another story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm sure this will be a lot. You know, good news for a lot of people. A lot of people did like Titanfall, so it becoming as a, a more improved, shall we say, 
version, hopefully. Think, it is EA, so you never know. I think it won a couple Game of Year awards on PA as well. I'm not sure about that. Well, you know, lack of choice in it. Was <laughs> um, that or Halo? <laughs> yeah, well, you had Halo, you had uh, Call of Duty, and you had that, so I, I think the new one won. Yeah, I think, I think Xbox One's starting to find its feet a little bit. I mean, I haven't used mine a lot at all, but um, it will get used when Gears of War 4 comes out, but there we go. Um, anyway, so... Oh, I just almost knocked my microphone flying there. Uh, the, the last bit of news uh, is kind of a big one. Uh, probably worth having a little discussion about this as well. It's a rumour of a PlayStation 4.5 uh, sort of what it's being called, or PlayStation 4K, which is going to be an upgraded PlayStation 4 that can run 4K, obviously, uh, but also talk of uh, that it won't try, it won't particularly split, that people can develop a game and it will look better or whatever, or run better on the PS4K than it will on your normal PS4. Um, there's a lot of debate about whether this is good or not, for the industry or for you know consumers it's a very new thing you know this is almost like what why we bought consoles was that we didn't have to keep upgrading like you do with pcs mm-hmm. so i mean i don't i mean i and i don't if, if i can't imagine it working as this whole oh you can play it on both people will need they will even need to you know start making games that are you know made specifically for the 4k yes um, which will start to Nintendo split Nintendo DS, so. that new 3DS, that's pretty much what's happened yep. there, because uh, it was something that added the, I'll give it more power, get a bit of a kick, and mm-hmm. there's some games you have to own that version of the DS to play, I'm worried that that would happen with this. Well, I think that's exactly what will happen with this, you know, they might say that, you know, some games look better, but, you know... It's only going to work if people make, you know, the exclusives as such for its own console. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be too bad. I'm surprised it took so long to do this. I thought this was going to happen probably five years ago, but I'm not surprised at all. And I don't think it'll be that bad either. I mean, back when the 360 and the PS3 were doing HD, a lot of people were still playing on SD TVs. So I don't think the jump Mm -hmm. is going to be that drastic from the 4 to the 4 point five or whatever to really mm. be that big of a deal. I don't have a four K TV so I'm not getting it anyway if it comes up. <laughs> well and you don't really Yeah, need I mean one. that Well it's not just the four K apparently, isn't it? It's just gonna have more processing power so the game will look better, run better, etc etc. So again that makes me wonder that you're gonna have to start splitting it because you can, how can you possibly make a game that can run on both It's not something you want to hear after but, two and a half years or so. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, we haven't really hit the ground running with the... And usually it's actually Naughty Dog that do bring the game that, that sets the benchmark. Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, yeah, the benchmark so far... I know the game people didn't like, the but, order. you know, no one's... Yeah, exactly, gorgeous. yeah, the, the order. Uh, that is the most beautiful console game I've ever seen in my life. And, I mean, I, 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 mean, I still think it's a great game as well. But, you know, that graphically, that game is, is unbelievable and... Um, you know, no one's reached that standard yet. I can't believe that Sony haven't let anyone use that engine yet either. <laughs> right. <laughs> to do something it's else. It's the Zack but... Snyder game. It looks beautiful, but uh, <laughs> there's not much. It's lagging in other yeah. areas. <laughs> sorry, Zack Snyder. Which game's that, sorry? Uh, the Order. 
All right. as a Zack Snyder <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Zack. Please keep on with your... Mm. Alright, it's more cheerful than Batman vs. Superman. Anyway. I don't know if I'm going to that one again. We had, we, had a, we had a good 40 minute argument before we started this podcast on that. Yeah. While <laughs> I'm wearing a Batman v Superman t shirt, of course. Yeah, sometimes I think we should. Uh, sometimes I think we should record our pre podcast chat and put that up as a bonus, Brucey bonus, something so people can hear what crap we talk about before we yeah. um, come on here. But there we go. Um. And finally, another thing that I am excited about, and we did mention it as well with the VR, um, but No Man's Sky's release date has been announced. Yeah, um, retail game. Yeah. Retail edition. Uh, annoyingly, there's a PC special edition, mm. and it's not on PS4 where you get like a, a spaceship y thing with it. Um, but people are complaining because it's 60 quid or $60 or whatever it is over there expect as well. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, this is where I get annoyed with gamers where they're like, oh, but it's an indie game, it shouldn't be that much, which I think is just the most arrogant, um, ignorant... (laughs) I mean, in terms of scope, in terms of scope, this is going to be such a huge game. I mean, it's going to be enormous. So 60 bucks for such a large game. It's not really been marketed as an indie game, though. No. It's kind of like Until Dawn. It's made from... Studio that used to mostly just indie games, but now branched out and making a big epic Hello? game. Hello. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's a massive yeah, gap in where you said that. <laughs> yeah, I had that a little bit earlier. Damn Skype. Yeah, it's like uh, a <coughs> sort of massive games they done indie games. Then they went and done mm. Until Dawn, which I thought was going to be an indie game, so it was from them, but turned out to be a big yeah. retail game. I think that's just the case here. Yeah, I think the retail yeah. will help it a lot. I, I think uh, you're going to put that on the shelf. It's going to—I mean—the box art looks pretty interesting. And mm. People are going to pick it up and be like, "I can fly around the galaxy," and I think it'll probably <laughs> yeah. sell pretty well to that crowd. It's going to sell pretty well to enthusiasts. The only people that aren't going to be buying it are people that really don't want to because the sixty bucks bothers them for some reason. And people who play on Xbox. Mm. Yeah, those poor souls. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I don't know if um, if anyone saw recently. Uh, I, I, uh, there was a gaming news site. I won't and uh, won't give them a free plug, but um, they uh, they did a twenty minute um, sit down with uh, Sean. Uh, what's his name? Sean Murray. Murray. Oh, Murray. Murray. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, Sean Murray uh, from Hello oh, Games. He's, he's so adorable on the E3 stage. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I do worry he. I do worry he's like a, a new Peter Molyneux. So, oh we'll god, wait to see that when the game comes out. We'll see how much was true and how much wasn't. How much is just his charm? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know the whole coy puppy dog guy. Um, exactly. Yeah. So let, 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 let's see. Let's see who's been conning us the whole time. But we'll see. Uh, but the twenty minute sit down they did they did uh, you know some of the kind of the almost the same things they've shown before but you know it's actually in a coherent uh, you know twenty minutes of gameplay uh, and you see like you know walking around the planet doing some stuff uh, the thing that I think is really cool is like you know you you find some like uh, writing on the wall that's from. <laughs> the species or whatever and you start oh, to learn yeah. little bits of their language and then you talk to them and you you know you can pick up words or whatever and try and communicate with them it's funny you mentioned you know, little, that because like i was just thinking in my head there was it that game or was it another game we were writing about but i had that but yeah it was no man's sky hmm. 
think that's a pretty cool aspect, but it's also... There's a lot of really cool aspects in that game, but possibly a bit over-ambitious. But, I'll find out. Yeah, I hope it delivers. See, but, I mean, me too, I think, because I think as well it'll be a... Um, even though maybe it isn't the right game to do it, it will be the game that could define uh, indie gaming um, in the future as being able to be a retail game or not. If you don't, you know, like there was another game recently as well that people moaned about the price. Uh, the Witness, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting because uh, The Witness was awesome. Oh, so the one from, for forty uh, bucks, that's yeah. not them. The one from the Braid guys. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. For for forty bucks, that was awesome. If this is great at sixty bucks, and then you've got um, you just had Ratchet and Clank, which for yeah. us was forty dollars. Yeah, it was fair. So, good, yeah. which is which is a triple A game, and it it plays fantastic. Last, it's, a, it's a great game. The last so one was I, I like think it's End of a Nexus. That was fairy, and it came with one of the previous games as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I, I think we are already kind of fracturing and mixing up that um, mm. that paradigm, the, the $60 AAA, the $15, $20 indie. Yeah. Yeah, I feel we know about I mean I don't really like the term indie game. I don't I don't know I don't know why we have to define a game that's been made independently or not. I don't see why that's a factor. Yeah, like not anymore. Uh, you'd be soft on was it that unravel or ravel in the Dunchelder light? They're... Oh, EA. No, EA did. The EA did. Yeah, Ruffle, EA done that, yeah, yeah. Ubi, Ubi did Valiant uh, Hearts and Trail yeah. of Light. Those are both two of the biggest studios in the world. Definitely not indie developers yet. Both games were mm. indie. It kind of yeah. <laughs> contradicts itself a little there. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, uh, a streamer I watch on YouTube uh, said it's one of like, it was one of his favorite indie games. I was like, it's not an indie game, and he's like. Oh, I don't. What do you mean? I was like, well, it's Ubisoft done it. It's it's not an the opposite of independent. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not even you know, like a small studio it, that went to Ubisoft. It was like people that used to that still work there that just like broke off for a little while and did their own thing and came back. Like yeah, it, even their little Ubisoft people. Many independent studios are still bigger than most AAA studios. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but yes, yeah, this is um, it's all part of the is it UbiArt um, yeah. stuff, which I think I, I think it's been their best stuff, like the Raymond games and I mean Valiant Hearts is one of my favourite games ever. It's just that game affected me a lot. And obviously those who read my uh, interview on True Trophies know that I've got a tattoo based on it, so um, you know that game was amazing. So yeah, uh, the the line is being drawn. People are seeing that. You know, I think the problem with the indie gaming is uh, is that I think number one, Microsoft didn't help because they'd had that really awful thing on the 360. Because yeah. you had indie, you had the proper like uh, Xbox Live Arcade, and you had indie, which was these people making these awful like 20p games or something that were like you know this game vibrates your controller and makes it a massager and things like that it was it was awful and i think a lot of people especially that sort who had xbox were convinced that was what indie gaming meant i was certainly yeah. like uh, a couple of years ago when i got a ps3 and i'm like well what ones are the psn titles and what ones are the indie games and i realized it's the same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah at this point yeah, so I mean, yeah, I think that's that's an issue. And also, I don't think Steam helps either because Steam has no quality control for the crap that appears on on their site on their thing. So people have a a pretty bad view of indie gaming there as well from these 
shysters like uh who's that one that jim sterling always has to deal with um oh god what a digital homicide digital homicide yeah, yeah so that stuff um, is for those who don't know that yeah point just just to sort of got anyone who doesn't know there's a a guy on youtube quite funny jim sterling who uh, does something called uh, steam Greenlight, where he looks at trailers for games or whatever and he's been dealing with an independent developer and i'm doing inverted air quotes here uh the developer who are basically just taking assets from like unity and basically just changing the name and selling them and making awful games they made like you know 50 games in a year or something stupid like that as an independent developer and they're all awful um and now they're trying to sue them for yeah um like they're trying to sue him for like defamation of character and all this sort of stuff <laughs> for for being a game um, critic basically yeah, for for actually critiquing the games, um, and again, I'm using inverted air quotes on games, but it's a very interesting story, actually, and, and uh, anyone who's interested in seeing how, uh, what the Steam is flooded with, and and the and why it's bad for indie gaming with the people like these who are about, uh, it's a, it's a very interesting thing to go watch and see how it all came to what it is now where it's in a lawsuit and you can't really talk about it so um it's it's quite in- interesting that these people who basically couldn't be bothered to make a game can be bothered to sue someone uh it's a very amazing story yeah. for me games uh, are yeah, games that. check it out it's pretty remarkable nd triple a games game <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's always what's bothered me. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I really don't like the game. I mean, if anything, I would say it should be like independently developed or um, self-published. If anything, mm. like rather than indie, uh, mm. this game is self-published. That's all it is. That's what all independent game is. Like, like everyone still thinks that independent means like it's one person making a game or something, <laughs> which is totally. I mean, you know, what's it called? Uh, well, tell, tell, Telltale Games are, are indie, although technically they're then now a publisher they've now become a publisher right um they're now doing a a game was it seven days to yeah die or seven ways right? to it's die or seven days yeah seven it's yeah so yeah the telltale who are an indie it's almost a bit like a is it um digital revolver yep. yeah yeah the one i'm thinking of they i mean uh they are you know an indie publisher so it's kind of a weird kind scenario like where they're still indies well. but they're in yeah same thing. yeah yeah so you know, it's kind of a weird situation where independent developers are publishing independent developers, so are they still an independent developer? I don't know, it's kind of... <laughs> it muddies the water somewhat, but that's a good thing, maybe. So, anyway. Um, yeah, it, it, very interesting time in gaming, I think, where lines are being blurred for what counts as AAA and what counts as, you know, an independent game, that sort of stuff. I think it's starting to move away from all that, mm-hmm. where it's just, you know, it's a game or... It, <laughs> Um, you know, a bit like the order as well. People said it didn't have enough gameplay. It's like, well, it it was trying to be almost like a interactive novel, mm. but yeah. in in a but in, a, in a film way. And I I thought it was to me. I was like, oh, this could be the start of a really interesting genre of games. But everyone turned on it, and I didn't really understand why. I think that's just a thought. perception thing. I think people did not expect that, and that's kind of where that came from. Because people like people love Gone Home and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> 
but yeah. but but they didn't like the order and i think it's a marketing thing mm. people were expecting to be using all these awesome weapons and fighting all these creatures and then it really was kind of way pared down from what they expected yeah and it's definitely seven days to die and it's been developed by the fun pimps <laughs> fun pimps <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> That's why I love indies. You get brilliant names like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I think that's the pretty much the news as it is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much else to report. No, it's there. just mostly so, new trailers for stuff, new screenshots. So. Yeah. So for all that sort of stuff, you should be on the True Trophies website anyway. Yeah. TrueTrophies.com. Looking at these two guys here who do a lot of those news stories as and well. And editorials, uh, which was good. at least two coming today, I think. Yeah, well, there we go. one just posted today. I did my Final Fantasy one about the end of Final Fantasy, potentially, but not really. <laughs> but I go into that a little more detail in the in the article. Well, there you go, guys. You've dated us now because everyone's going to be like, today, <laughs> and then it's like, you know, this has been edited two weeks later and well, finally, you know... Yeah. It's the end of May and the April podcast comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, um, I'm here so, to bait people. So. That's true. Um, mind you, you know, with Final Fantasy, it could be any time, couldn't it? So, uh, finally, yeah. we'll, we'll uh, finish up with uh, what's what's coming out over the next a couple of weeks or so. Uh, one that's already released is one that mm. is for the sadists out there, Dark Souls 3. Have either of you picked this game yep. up? Don't intend to. No, not yet. Not my cup of tea. Yep. Yep, same here. It's not my not my thing. Um but obviously there's a lot of hardcore darks. Don't kill us Dark Souls fans. We just We don't respawn. <laughs> and their and their ranks are growing and I think it's a good game. It's just a game I don't have as much time to play as I would like. Um, yeah, it's like Terraria. Not a lot of people love like that, but I'll I'll play it for a thousand more hours. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like me with Rocket League. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, talking of which, let's mention that one as well. The Rocket League is getting an update with uh, hoops, which is basically basketball, mm-hmm. um, which is which is due out uh, in April. So uh, keep my eye out for by it. the end of April. So keep an eye out for that. That looks so much fun, especially for us, Pete, us flyers, as it, it were, those two who like to fly. Going off topic a little. Just got reminded about that. So it's uh, the whole Xbox One thing with Rocket League. And Microsoft didn't, well, pretty much said, okay, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll do it. Oh, yeah. We could have uh, the first uh, triple crossover. That would be amazing. I just need to wait on Sony saying, okay, um, can I have PC, Xbox, PS4 matches on Rocket League? Well, you know, Sony pictures have already. I'm not going to lie. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah I think so. Move. I mean, when it comes to. When it comes to multi-platform games, who cares? No one particularly buys, you know, the a system for what the multi-platform game. They buy it for the exclusives. Yeah. So well, the multi the multi-platform games just let everyone play together. I'm playing a match <laughs> on it. I don't look for to see who's PC, who's PS4, who's who. Just to yeah. know whether I'm going to enjoy the match. I enjoy a match. I don't even yeah. look at the players. So it's funny. It I never, I never thought. <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely, and for smaller games like that, which, I mean, granted, this is doing really well, but, like, for smaller games to be able to play cross-platform, that could boost mm. the number of people you have to play against. Could be a very good time. 
Yes, I, I'm surprised that we managed to get this far where Microsoft was like, yeah, sure, let's do this. I never thought we'd see that day. Mm. No, I mean, it very much like how um, Sony got humbled after the uh, awful release of the PS3 and then the, the hack. Yeah. Uh, which which basically made Sony, you know, the consumer's bitch, basically, uh, for want of a better uh, phrase of words. That's kind of what happened to Microsoft. They basically got destroyed. Speaking of Sony and hacks, um, uh, Sony and Marvel made up with Spider-Man. Maybe Sony will do the same with Microsoft. I was going to say that was. Uh, I was going to say that you know, there's Sony pictures of um, already made strides. You know, they're they're doing business with Marvel, so, you know, at the end of the day, everyone just makes, in a business sense, everyone's going to make more money, so, you know, if you look at it from that point of view, if you're a Sony executive, okay, let's make more money. Yep. You know? It'll definitely be a good move for the future. I'd love to see it. I, I, Maybe I think it's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a slippery slope, and I think it's going to happen soon now, because, I mean, if Xbox wants to connect to PC, and they're fine with that, and PlayStation is already doing it. I think it's just a matter of time now. Uh, hmm. Fingers crossed, anyway. Yeah, I hope so. Anyways. Cool. Um, so another game we mentioned, uh, Ratchet & Clank, is uh, you Americans, lucky Americans, have got it already. Thumbs up, uh, do we play. Wait. <laughs> we got a little bit longer. Um, to, to wait, we are going to wait till the 22nd of April, or something like that. I've got um, the 20th written down. I might think it's one I want. It's digitally on Wednesday, retail on the Friday. All oh, right, that probably is why then. The movie on the twenty. Um, can't wait. Yep, that should be interesting. I was kind of hoping we might get a uh, a similar thing happen when uh, Sly Cooper comes out. We might get like a Sly Cooper uh, update uh, because I love the Sly the Cooper. The trailer games. came out a while back, and it was meant to be out. Mm-hmm. The film was meant to be out this year. There's been no word on it, but I think I read somewhere of it. We're waiting to see how Ratchet does before mm-hmm. yeah. really going full throttle with it. So, fingers crossed. Everyone go see it. It looks amazing. It's got the sheepinator in it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I'm definitely taking the kids to see that. I don't care if they like, want to see it. <laughs> They've seen it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, a pretty cool game. Um, I noticed, I know that uh, one of the guys on... Um, PS I Love You pod uh, thingy on on YouTube said it's the best PS4 exclusive mm-hmm. um, that he's played. So there we go. That's, um, not sure how well that says about <laughs> the state of the play. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's. I can agree with that. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it for myself, but I could definitely see where an argument could be made. Even the poorer mm-hmm. Ratchet it's games all... are still enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, on the 19th of April, we have Invisible Ink, which is a uh, sort of uh, strategy turn-based type tactics game. Think along the lines of, uh, what's that thing that, that that's always on Nintendo? I forget the name of it now. Um, uh, Advanced War. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um, Advanced Wars. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, it's pretty cool. I saw someone playing it on the PC, and it's uh, an interesting game. Probably not my cup of tea, because I'm not patient enough for two tactics, but I can see that being a really good game for people to play. Uh, and I think it'd be fun with a controller rather than using PC as well, in my opinion. But there we go. Uh, Axiom Verge is finally coming to the Vita after a long, long time of being promised so. Uh, again on April the 19th. 
which is a Metroidvania style game for those who Ugh. are not 100 percent sure what that yeah was. it's uh that week it's supposed to also be on sale i think um so if you have the chance okay. to pick it up it, it is going to be i think like 10 percent off or something metroidvania yes yeah, so I, I believe I'm it's interested it's a cross buy it's a cross buy as well i think yeah so, so you have it on ps4 yeah so if you, you already have it, have it yeah if you already have it then you can download it and it is it's a good game i mean it's not like going to be the high point of a metroidvania um but it is actually still a great fantastic metroidvania yeah, and I think it's quite amazing as well because it was made by one guy, wasn't it? it yeah, music and everything. And he yeah. spent he spent years on the game. So and apparently, it's a very good game as well. So like um, uh, from dust. Yeah, no, it was it was remarkable. I was sitting there watching the credits after I finished the game on PS4, and it was like legitimately, it was like you know production Tom Hap, art Tom Hap. It was like just yeah. all the way down. Very uh, untailish, where it is like you know one guy doing everything. Really, it's so, one I've seen yeah. on the, oh God, the I've... store, and I've looked at it and thought that's a stupid name. But Metroidvania, you say? <laughs> I'm interested. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a very it considered a very very good Metroid. It's in the style of uh, Super Metroid as well. Yeah, it's a little uh, actually, little sorry, too much more, more like Metroid. Yeah. Oh, that's normal uh, for Metroidvania. That's the whole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people like them, um, all the uh, the backtracking. Uh, Alien Nation, which is from the guy... This is the one, from, I believe, is the guys who made uh, Resogun. Yeah, right? House Marky. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, six shooter, I believe. Uh, yeah, uh, I, think yeah it's just, of... I think it's basically a spiritual successor, sequel, follow-up to Dead Nation. The zombie yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm on board for this game. I'll buy anything they make. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, they are. They uh, Resogun, awesome Dead guys, Nation... Yeah. Super Stardust. Count me in. Yep. Cool. Um, that's April 26th. Also on April 26th is Severed. Yeah. I can't... I'm trying to remember with this game it's now. It's from I... the guys who done Guacamole. It's like a first-person yep. Oh, yep. This is, um, this is the uh, Vita exclusive. Yeah. Like, is it Vita exclusive? So, yeah. yep. So, yeah. They, so, anyone who believes still believes in the Vita like me... You have to buy this game, basically, to, to prove there is still life in that beautiful, slick... Slick. It's looking machine. quality. My yeah. son's been playing Lego Batman on my Vita. Mine certainly isn't slick. More... Dirty, <laughs> grainy. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, uh, I love the Vita. I've, I've, I've actually played it for the first time quite well last night, and I thought, God, it's just such a... I mean, I, I can't play the Nintendo um, 3DS anymore because I can't stand the... It's too small. Uh, downgrade well, I can't stand the downgrading in the quality of the I mean I'm not a graphics person by any stretch of imagination but the, I can't stand looking at the 3DS screen now it looks so poor after you know another I downgraded well I say downgraded to the LCD screen from the OLED but I prefer the LCD screen so um, I don't mind the DS but I got my son a 2DS and that's much better for my hands so I'm able to play it a lot more not much each to their own. Each to their own. But yeah, the uh, the Severed is is a Vita exclusive, which is uh, incredible. You know, and it's quite a big, a big exclusive, really, mm. from the guys who made Guacamole. Same art style as Guacamole as well. Mm. Which was yeah, beautiful. It, I knew I'd. Uh, I can't believe this is coming so soon. But May third, we have Battleborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, advertised on the telly a lot. Which is also I played the um. 
it's right. It's uh, it's the same day that uh, Overwatch beta is starting too, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, I keep get I, I keep getting these two games mixed up, even though they're kind of different. But I don't know why they just re- look kind of the same. Um, but I have played a bit of the Battleborn beta, and it was it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather be playing Borderlands. Yeah, I'd rather they made Borderlands three, <laughs> please. Um, but uh, you know, such is what we have. But I don't think we're going to know a lot. I mean, it, it, it was okay. I can see it being fun in a group of people, much like uh, un, um, Borderlands is. That's the thing. If you've got uh, more, maybe... well, co-op and most games get that a little bit more enjoyable. You can play with your friend or friends and family. Especially, it, it, it especially the uh, I, the drop in, drop out multiplayer sort of stuff I love like you know like uh, if you play Gears 3 for example where it's four player yeah. co-op um, I love I love playing Gears 3 Ratchet and, uh, yeah. one Ratchet and Clank all for one was made really well with a drop and drop out hopefully they've got something like that that game was built for co-op in mind mm. um, May 10th there's a, a little game I don't, it's I, indie. You, uh, I don't know if you yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. It's uh, it's this bit on the low on the radar. It's uh, Uncharted. Well, 4. maybe it might get delayed again. <laughs> I don't. I think it's no. They've um, uh, what was it recently? They've shown that basically proves it's finished. Uh, oh yeah, it was downloaded on. It was like um, download. They downloaded it on. Some yeah, but they've also reiterated uh, several times that it's definitely going to make it to March release. It's definitely making it delayed two weeks later. <laughs> Yeah, I think it'll be in shops just now. Some stores already have it. Boxes will be getting shipped out. <laughs> and it's way too late to delay. Probably. But it's, uh, it's looking interesting. I saw a bit of footage where it's almost free roaming, Ooh. which is yeah. uh, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, still, still, linearly, uh, still that linear thing of going somewhere, but to get there, you can free roam around the area to find bits and pieces like uh, the, the treasures and stuff um looks very very interesting i'm i'm very excited uncharted it's a it's a great series uh and I, I love the fact that it's linear i love being told a story i'm i'm i kind of lose interest when i'm doing a, a sandbox game i'm like i just want to get the story gone yeah but sandbox I'll just, yeah that's what i'm a little I'll worried just about do random stuff and forget about the story just the disrupting yeah. the story and all that yeah, that's why. That's why I think I could never connect with Fallout very well. It's like, oh, I'm I'm supposed to be saving my son, but first I'm going to collect a load of crap and build a cold community. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I, I like that's like Far Cry. Story, like, so. Who cares about a bad guy? I've got leopards to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, just cause. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to blow. I'm going to I'm going to save my country by destroying the entire country. <laughs> Grapple some cows. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think I think it's fair to say the majority of us will probably be excited. Yeah, it's going to be a massive seller. <laughs> uh, here's one. Here's here's one for you as well. Actually, I don't. Uh, I have. I didn't play it. So you. I don't know if you two did, but the Doom beta. I haven't is played current. it, but I don't know if it's like all over the world. But the beta is being advertised in the UK. I was when it, it, the trailer came. Advertised? Up, yeah, it's been on the telly. Oh wow! Like when it came up, I was like. What, is it getting released this soon? It's like, oh, the beta. And looked at the game releases, like, it is getting released this soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just kinda... uh, it was weird. Like, it must have cost them a fortune to put up the uh, advert up, but it was running all week. It was like, play the beta this weekend. Like, that seems a bit much of an effort. <laughs> but it looks gorgeous. 
I mean, I'm intrigued. I mean, Doom. I it's one. It's one of the few first-person shooters I liked. Um, you know, not a big fan of them. So yeah, the original Doom. I I dug it. I was impressed cool. with what I seen at E3. Uh, I said, why am I not? Yeah, it looks kind of not playing the beta. I've got it downloaded. I downloaded the alpha. <laughs> yeah, as well. like, I haven't played it. What's wrong with me? <laughs> it's exactly the same. I had them both downloaded, and I was like, you know, the thing is, I have very little patience. So when I like for the the Battleborn beta was this weekend as well. I think. Was he playing Ratchet and Clank? Um, <laughs> and I, the thing is, I downloaded the beta on Thursday. I went to play it, and it was like, oh, it's not started yet. I was like, well, screw you then. I deleted it. <laughs> yeah, I've no pay. Uh, that's how impatient I can be. Um, man, May's kind of crazy for these games. Yeah, it was uh, when I was writing on there, I was like, it's pretty busy. <laughs> these are all the yeah, games I mean, that were supposed to be in February. <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of crazy because these are like big games that just suddenly seem to have been like sneaking I up on think, us. Uh, makes I didn't it think Doom was going to be out till end of the year. Oh no, it's Bethesda. So when they announce something, it's usually not far off. Yeah, uh, right. Except that dishonored. It, I mean... Yeah, that's been going a while. Oh, what well, dishonored yeah. too? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was more. That was more. They were just announcing it was under development, whereas you know Fallout Four I and, and Doom, Doom like, did get announced years on. ago because I had the uh, the beta and the Wolfenstein. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, what I mean is when Bethesda announced their release date, they stick to yeah. it. I don't think they've ever. Whether the game's uh, working, they very not. rarely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's kind of the catch twenty two of the situation. Uh, but May 17th, you've got Homefront Revolution. I never played the original, but I understand it's got quite and a following. And that is another one on your uh, list, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's surprising that that's even coming out. Uh, that nearly died twice. Yeah. I enjoyed the first one. Well, the multiplayer anyway, which I never like multiplayer. <laughs> mm. I quite enjoyed online and that. Cool, and then on the same day, uh, a game that I don't know a lot about, but... It looks interesting, Shadow yeah, of the Beast. I think it's a reboot of an old Mega Drive game, I want to say. I think it's... Yeah, I think, yeah, it's or a... It Genesis, is that um, what it's called? Genesis. Sega Genesis, yeah. Yeah, Genesis in, in America, yeah. Mega, Mega Drive for, for us uh, in the UK or Europe. I don't know where it reached to, actually, but I've always thought Mega Drive was a better name yeah. as well. Um, it is. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And after that, on uh, May 24th, a game I'm very interested to see how it turns out um, is Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Very excited. So many huge I, games actually, in May. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, no, I finished that one. I got the completion on uh, the first one, so I'm very excited for that nice one. Nice completion. Well I was done. pleasantly <laughs> surprised by the first one. I thought it was going to be a heap of garbage, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I played the demo, and I, like it was like a five or ten minute demo, and I was just sold right off the bat. Yeah, I, I love the uh, I love the the theme tune of it as well. That the of Rear's Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought that was quite haunting. Um, <laughs> I was thinking as well. Can you imagine if they redid the first one in VR? <laughs> oh God! Oh, <laughs> that'd be so nauseating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally on our list, uh, another game to get excited about, in my opinion, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan from Platinum Games. Oh, so ask, has that one been they... done by Platinum? Yeah. Yeah, this is the Platinum one. This this will be the good turtle. Yeah, I played game. that Transformers one <laughs> they had done. I haven't I haven't played long enough to get yeah. trophies, but played the Transformers one. That was pretty good. The yeah, it's pretty hard on the trophy list, I think. <laughs> 
I guess one comes out around about the same time as a new movie as well. Uh, I think the movie just came out recently. Uh, yeah. No, uh, maybe, no uh, it comes night. out uh, to April or May. Oh, the the other, sorry, release. the other new movie. Yeah, there's the animated one I think just came out last week. But uh, yeah, I guess maybe the uh, live action sort of one. Mm, one that the Megan Fox. Lo- actually looks a little better than that first one, but we're not here to talk about movies. Much, much better. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than that first one, and there's Bebop and Rocks. Yeah, the which first is great. So, crying. Yeah, and, uh, and and for us wrestling fans, it's going to be hilarious watching Shane play. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Bebop. I think he's playing, isn't he? Or Rex, uh, can everyone put in the comments below if I want to hear us just talk about movies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next much, on the TT Movies Podcast, we've pretty much done a movie podcast earlier. <laughs> Yeah, should we do a should we do a true movies podcast and like you know, get a true movie site where you click to say you've watched the film? Even you, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb. Director's commentary is the DLC. True IMDb. We'll see how Ratchet goes. If Ratchet's really good, we'll we'll maybe do a podcast about that and get that going. You know? Yeah, I mean to be fair, actually, it's uh, it's funny you were saying that. I mean, I was watching um, when I was uh, had nothing to do last night. I was watching one of the streamers I watch. The old video of them playing the order, mm-hmm. um, which is why it was in my head because I was like, I really loved that game. Um, but they were talking about it's like you know the the line has blurred between movies and uh, and games as well. You know, games are starting to try and almost be movie quality. You know, especially the the bigger games are trying to do movie line stories. Ratchet and has that look benefit of being able to just blend the two together because it's it's animated. Yeah. There's a finer gradient now than there used to be, you know. Mm. There's a lot more games that are very much experiences that you're playing with a little mm. bit and you're getting movies that are just well crazy geeky stuff. <laughs> I wonder if Ratchet and Clank will be the first of a new generation of uh game and movie Good. adaptions. You got Assassin's Creed coming out soon, not that could be interesting. And they've already scheduled a sequel to that too, I think. The Assassin's Creed movie, so they've feeling pretty pretty confident. Apparently, mm. this could be a yeah. good time. Well, we're, we're, we're probably getting an Assassin's Creed movie. Every year now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's why we that's why we're getting a break from the games uh, every year because they're going to do a film every and year now. Yeah, yeah right. Disney ones where you get like a uh, twenty minute film. I'll be the DLC. <laughs> And then in about five years, we'll have Watch Dog the movie, which will look nice, but then when we go to cinema, it won't look as good as it. Yeah. <laughs> See, people say movies are, well, game movies are bad, but we're pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I don't care what anyone says, Mortal Kombat was a great movie uh, adaption of, <laughs> of the... Of the uh, of the game. It, it had the greatest one ever. Jean-Claude it had Van Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And uh, I, and I still, do you know what? I still think the Super Mario Brothers movie is good. I don't care. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. It was stupid, but funny. Um, but there we go. That's it for releases. So uh, that is it from my perspective. Is there anything else we want to add uh, to the podcast before we call it a day, guys? Uh, I can think of. I think we hit pretty much everything. Yeah. We're still looking for... Not quite as short as we expected. Uh, we're still looking for uh, yeah, yeah. more people to interview, so if you're interested, let us know. Send one of us a yeah, message. Yeah, please do. We'll harass you when the time is yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, 
That is true. Like, guys, seriously, uh, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want to be interviewed, uh, you know, comment below, message these two guys. Don't message me. I'm not. In- <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not important enough. I just do this thing. Uh, mainly because I just talk too much, so <laughs> it keeps it going. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, please, uh, let's, let's, uh, get this community rocking and rolling, uh, get involved, guys, stop hiding, come out of the shadows, like the turtles, come out of the shadows. Speak to me on Two Trophies Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> yep, let's, uh, yeah, start, uh, start harassing everyone on, on Twitter, Munch, just like any, anyone, just search, just start annoying true achievements as well, go, hey, come, any of you guys got, like, you know, Playstations, like, well, you know, I... come over, Come over here. We have cookies. I don't like, do yeah. the true achievements Twitter, so on you go. <laughs> no, no, I mean like you can harass. You know, just keep, just keep, at, just keep adding true achievements and harassing them. Going, hey, you know, we we need people too. Like, stop hogging everyone. You know, yeah. we we have proper tro- we have proper stuff over here. We don't have trophies in ne- in Netflix and things like that because we're sensible. <laughs> so there we go. Anyway, um, thank you guys for once again joining the podcast. And thank you very much to Brandon uh, for joining us from overseas. And I know I don't know what the time difference is, so I'm not sure it isn't uh, easy for you to to come along. Oh no, it was fun. Anytime. I <laughs> oh, don't say that because we'll probably have you on every week now. Like, <laughs> hey, let's do it. I, I don't have any time, but let's do it anyways. <laughs> awesome. Right. Uh, thank you, Munch. Thank you, Brandon. And uh, thank you, me. You know. <laughs> uh, we will see you on the next show. We. Uh, We'll be back in... What month are we in now? April. So we're back in May for our next podcast. Until then, bye for now. Bye.